let the church say. Amen. Amen. Merry Christmas, everyone. Are you glad to be here tonight? Oh, so am I. Uh, this is a night filled with joy. And Christmas is one of my favorite times of the year. And last year when we could not gather together, I was a little sad. And watching us kind of come in and gather together tonight has made my heart filled with joy. It's a night filled with joy. You know, Christmas has the lights, the decorations, the food, the music, worship. You know, if you've been listening to Christmas music this year, it's really easy with Alexa, isn't it? You can get up in the morning, have your cup of coffee, and say, Alexa, play Christmas music. And here we start off with Mariah Carey most of the time. <laughs> you know, it used to be the most favorite, the most wonderful time of the year was the favorite Christmas song. Stephen, does, does the orchestra know it's the most wonderful time of the year? The most wonderful time of the year? Yeah. Let's give it a shot. Okay. <laughs> Staged. household, the favorite Christmas song is, you know, we have a daughter named Holly, so we sing a lot. It's a Holly Jolly Christmas. Does the orchestra know that one? We, we'll give it a try. you have an orchestra and you can say, can you play me a little bit of a song? And they go, sure, we can do that. Um, it's a wonderful time of the year and Christmas is filled with songs that give us happiness, remind us the happiness of the season. But these songs usually speak to the fleeting moments of gifts, have a holly jolly Christmas, um, parties, the delicious food, the snow covered ground, or maybe the air conditioned filled homes this year. <laughs> 
things like that, and you know, with kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. That's right. This kind of happiness is fleeting because it goes away after Christmas. Well, the Christmas cookies linger a little bit on the waistline. But the joy of Christmas is something entirely different, church. We can choose the joy of Christmas all year long. Amen? Let's pray together. Gracious and holy God, wash over us your spirit. Help me to get out of the way that you might be proclaimed, that it be your words, not mine. Touch my heart, my mind, my mouth, my tongue, my voice, that it be yours. May meditations of my heart and words of my mouth be acceptable in your sight. O blessed Redeemer, Jesus Christ, amen. You know, there's a difference between happiness and joy. Happiness is often a response to the good things, the good circumstances of our lives. The word happiness actually can be formed like the word happenstance. Joy, on the other hand, can come to us independent of our circumstances. It comes not from changing our circumstances, but from viewing them through the eyes of faith. We Americans have made the pursuit of happiness our life's mission. But when we focus on happiness, we often miss the real joy. There's a big difference between happiness and joy. Joy is something much deeper and stronger, flowing at the center of God's love in our lives, bringing hope and confidence regardless of what life offers us. As Adam Hamilton notes in his book, The Journey, it's a book about Advent and how they took this journey together. It's, he says, the apostles, after being beaten by the council, rejoiced because they were counted worthy to suffer for the name of Jesus. Paul penned his well-known epistle of joy, the letter to the Philippians, even as he sat in a Roman prison awaiting news as to whether he would be executed for his faith. In the letter he wrote, rejoice in the Lord always. Paul wrote to the Christians at Thessalonica, who themselves had been persecuted for their faith. He said, rejoice always. And then he told them how it was possible when he continued by saying, pray without ceasing and give thanks in all circumstances. Several years ago, I visited the country of Honduras on a living water project. Living water organization was there to dig a water well for a community that did, ha did not have clean water to drink. And I experienced severe poverty in this small community that lived in shacks with dirt floors with just a little plastic chair to sit in. And yet these people welcomed me into their home with joy. The Living Water Project had learned of the need of this community because the only clean water in the village was being basically ransomed. There was a man who had a, a well, a clean water well, on his property, had it fenced off and gated, and he was charging prices, outrageous prices, for something that the community needed. And so the Living Water Project stepped in to dig a clean water well at the school where the children would gather. And when we arrived to, the, to dig the well at the school, we were greeted with anticipation of what this meant for this community. 
There was a heaviness in their hearts, you see, for the needs of their people and their shoulders for the community of the children of this community. They had seen so many sick, so many children sick from the contaminated water that they'd been forced to drink. People gathered every day as we continued to dig that well. And when we hit clean water, oh, the joy that filled that community. God had answered their prayers. We sang together. We prayed together. We ate meals together. I still don't know exactly what I ate in some places, but it was good. And we gathered together and we worshiped together and we dedicated that well to God and pumped the clean water into the hands of the children who were there at that school. People came from all over with containers so that they might fill those containers with clean water to drink. And the joy that filled that community was overflowing. And then the despair of a parched and impoverished community, there was this deep, radiant joy. The prophet Isaiah speaks of the kind of joy that comes to us in the Savior, the one who comes to give us living water. Says the desert and the dry land will be glad. The wilderness will rejoice and the blonde blossom like the crocus. This comes from Isaiah chapter 35. They will burst into bloom and rejoice with joy and singing. Then the eyes of the blind will be opened and the ears of the deaf will be clear, cleared. Then the lame will leap like the deer and the tongue of the speechless will sing. Waters will spring up in the desert and streams in the wilderness. The burning sand will become a pool and the thirsty ground fountains of water. The Lord's ransomed ones will return and enter Zion with singing, with everlasting joy upon their heads. Happiness and joy will overwhelm them. Grief and groaning will flee away. Can you feel it? Can you hear it? Can you see it? Can you smell it? Can you taste it, this joy? In a place of barrenness and brokenness, there is beauty and new life. In the valley of sorrow, there's a joyous singing. And in the desert, there's streams of living water. The prophet speaks of the one who comes in the barrenness of our own lives to save us from sin and death. You see, when Tom, Thomas Merton, Roman Catholic monk, spoke of the joy of Christmas, he used capital letters and bold print to make the three words, the great joy, stand out when he wrote this. When the joy which is the great joy explodes silently upon the world, there is no longer any room for sadness. No circumstance, however trivial, is to be left out of the great joy. The good news of Christmas is as simple and as dramatic as this church. Jesus comes to bring us great joy. Jesus comes to bring us great joy, the great joy. Jesus comes into our desert places to bring rejoicing and gladness. Jesus comes like an unexpected living well, bubbling up with hope like pools in a dry land. Jesus comes as the crocus of spring, blossoming through the crusts of winter snow. 
Jesus comes in the words of Isaiah to strengthen the weak hands and support the unsteady knees. Say to those who are panicking, be strong, don't fear. Those are words we need to hear today, right, church? Be strong, don't fear. That's why we sing joy to the world, because God has come as one of us so that he might change us to be like him. Joy is a choice we make when we look at our circumstance through the eyes of faith. Through the eyes of the one who was born into the world like us, he experienced pain and suffering, sorrow and disappointment, as well as hope, peace, love, and joy. We choose joy in the midst of the world because the joy that came into the world chose us. Mary, despite danger and fear and the unknown of tomorrow, said simply to the angel Gabriel when he said that she would be the one to give birth to the Savior, let it be to me just as you have said. And despite the risk of abandonment and upended dreams, she magnified the Lord and rejoiced in God as she was greeted by her cousin Elizabeth. She trusted God and chose joy in the midst of of what the future held, knowing God was with her. Joy's, joy is yours to choose tonight. Joy is yours to choose no matter the circumstance of your life. The angels announce good news of great joy. This is our announcement as well as people of faith. It is for all the people. The angels bring us tidings tonight for we all need to hear this announcement once again in our lives. We need to hear it. We need to experience it. We need to live it. We need to share it, church. This good news of great joy, salvation is available to each of us through the child whose birth was announced that day to the shepherds. Jesus came to save us from the brokenness of our own sinful nature and delivers us to a way of hope. Hope for a new world, hope for a better tomorrow, hope that can fill our hearts with joy. Can you feel it? Can you smell it? Can you experience it? Can you taste it, this joy? It's yours. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. That's the words of the hymn that we sang at the beginning. The Lord has come. Jesus comes to bring us great joy. Will you choose the great joy tonight? Will you choose Jesus? It's yours. He came for you. He came for me. You can have this joy. You can have it. Will you pray with me? Gracious and holy God, wash over us your spirit. Help us to leave this place knowing that you are the great joy. May it fill us so that we might share it with everyone we meet. And we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen.